Good evening, Vancouver. Welcome back to Canucks After Dark. Obviously no Canucks, but it is May 29th, and the third round of the Stanley Cup playoffs just came to an end, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about IAHF, but as always, I am joined by my co-host, Canuck Clay. How are you doing today, Clay? Parker, I am great. I hope you're doing great. Thank you. I know last week we didn't have a show because of me. I was out of town. And this week you bumped it half an hour. And I know every minute counts for you. So I am so grateful. But yeah, I've had a, a good couple of weeks. I was away in, in Ontario watching my kids crush the bowling scene. And then today my eldest son, Sean, uh, graduated from UBC Business School. So a very proud moment considering that's where I graduated from 27 years ago. Wow. Congrats, yeah. Sean. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's going to be, uh, we're, we're just getting into summer. Uh, yeah. Stanley Cup finals are here. We just yes. had the, uh, the world championships come to an end. So lots of, uh, lots of stuff going on. Not a ton Canucks related, but we'll definitely talk a little bit of Arthur Seelovs for yeah. sure. Um, what did you do last Monday, Parker? Like, uh, I'm sure you didn't mind the night off, but did you remember what you did last Monday when I was no. gallivanting in Sault Ste. Marie or Toronto? No, it was a, it was a holiday. holiday okay, Monday. that's right. Yep. Uh, I, I think I just, we just took it easy. Nothing special. Okay. Enjoyed the, Good. enjoyed the holiday. Good. Well, we'll make it up to everyone tonight. We'll make it up to Absolutely. everyone tonight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, should we just get into, I mean, we have what, two topics today? <laughs> We're going to have to Is really that, stretch a little bit. <laughs> we are going to have to stretch. Um, but there's been a lot of chatter on, yeah. on the internet. Uh, I mean, we could, you want to talk heat Celtics? Cause I didn't watch any ba- basketball. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we could. And, you know, the other thing, we could also touch on the whole um, Toronto situation because we haven't actually done It's a big hockey story, and right. we haven't had a show since then. So maybe if we, if between Stanley Cup finals and our predictions, which we can always milk a little bit, double IHF and the Maple Leafs, maybe we'll be okay. All right. Start IHF. IHF. Let's do it's it. A hard, Let's do it's it. A hard, it's a hard series of four letters because they, <laughs> yes. they stumble on each other. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Canada wins the gold yep. with their D team, C team, something like that. You get Tyler Myers uh, with the uh, with a little bit of the salty Instagram posts saying worst team Canada roster ever with him kissing the cup. <laughs> Great. Good for him. Hopefully he does better this year. I mean, he was okay last year, but yeah. Um, and uh, you have what was was it Germany that they were in the against the final yeah. as yeah. the as the bron- as the silver. Uh, and yep. then the big story was was Latvia, this tournament, the hosts of the tournament coming through. And uh, I don't think they'd ever finished higher than seventh, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Basically, they're always just on the edge, if not being relegated. Um, and they were really good basically because of Arthur Silovs, the Canucks goaltending prospect who I think put up a 923 over the tournament, 7-2-0. and yeah, uh, record and, and backstop the yep. Latvia yep. team to their first ever medal, a bronze medal at the IIHF. So it's pretty cool that, yes, we do have some Canucks content to get into at the I. Yeah, you're right. That is a mouthful, IIHF. But before we do that, Ryan Ross, he has been around on my streams a little bit. I'm glad he came to Canucks After Dark because we got to give him some love. He just gifted 10. So, oh, so he wow. became a member. First, he became a member because he is smart. He knows that. He had to become a member before he can gift. So he becomes a member, and then he donates 10 memberships. So we have 11 new members, including Ryan, because, because of Ryan. So, Ryan, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, very much appreciate it. I didn't even see it because it only shows – it doesn't show gifts in the in – the, I know. So Don't worry. I got the YouTube stream up. Don't worry. I got it. I got thank it. you. Thank you for covering. Uh, oh, that is awesome. That. Uh, but thank you, Ryan. Happy to have you here. And his message, hello, big fan of the show. Just wanted to let you know I work early in the morning as a fireman. I live one hour ahead, so I miss most of the streams, but I support every podcast episode. We do very much appreciate yes. it. Uh, we do see, we can see the that, you know, we get some, we get a good chunk of, of listens on the podcast platform. So yeah. uh, thank you very much, Ryan. Yeah, that is awesome. And I, you see everyone from Taylor, Jasker in Japan for Angus, Ivan, Irwin, Lil Jimmy, <laughs> BC born, Anna and Jay, all new members, and I know Parker. We will we will strategize over the summer how we can uh, maybe utilize membership a little bit more. But for now, we appreciate the support absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah, that is awesome. But so, but uh, before we get into Latvia, let, let's talk about the Canadian content. And of course, sure. it it was Tyler Myers, as you mentioned, and Ethan Bear, who unfortunately got hurt, um, didn't get to play in the two the two last games. But with Tyler Myers, honestly, Parker, I. 
uh, I, I want your honest opinion. I actually vlogged a bit about how I actually think people. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a wimp, but I think people are really like kind of sarcastic. Well, surprise, surprise, sarcastic, hard on him. Like, oh, now he'll be easier to trade. Blah blah. blah. Is anyone actually genuinely happy for him? Because I am. I am. I really am. <laughs> we haven't been happy about anything, Clay. Everything is we look these these players are but vessels to give us joy. Okay, <laughs> no, but for real, no, well it's totally said. fair. Um, yeah, well said. Uh, yeah, I, I think I mean he's he's definitely had a rocky road in Vancouver, right? Yep. Uh, I think that's fair to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean I mean good on him. I, I like the snarky Instagram post. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, good for him. Obviously, I'm happy that Canada won. I yep. think it would have been. I'm always so much more excited when one of these, like, like Latvia, for example. Would you imagine if Latvia wins the gold? How much cooler that is, right? Because because we don't care that much, right? To be yep. honest about about this, it's not best on best. But yeah, definitely, uh, you know, definitely good on him. And yeah, it sucks that Ethan Bear wasn't able to play the whole way through. Um, and I mean, Connor Garland didn't get a medal. Um, he didn't. So I mean, clearly, we have to trade him now. So okay, so you're. In, uh, I know you're kind of being sarcastic there, but so you're actually so at least sort of happy for Tyler Myers then. Sure, <laughs> I didn't really think about it beforehand, to be honest. Okay, fair. Um, that's fair. That's but fair. But I, I, yeah. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, and was, I'm not sure if you saw the highlight. Ethan Bear at the end of the Finland game. So this was uh, they were up five one, and then uh, I think it was actually Baron Myers there in the corner. And one of the, you know, when you get frustrated when you're, when you're about to be eliminated, one of the Finland guys, he either slashed or he gave a hard hit to Bear. So while the team was celebrating, Bear actually uh, went straight to the dressing room to get checked out. So um, I don't know how serious it is. I don't worry that it's going to affect the contract negotiation or anything like that. But it's, it's just unfortunate that he didn't get a chance to play in the, in the semifinal or the final. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting contract situation uh, anyways, right? It's... Uh, yeah. You know, there's some people like, ah, you can't really pay him more than one and a half. Some like, ah, you can pay him three, right? Like, it's, it's, uh, he's sort of, he was pretty good in his time here. Uh, I mean, the Canucks, what, did they trade a fifth for him? Like, basically yeah. got him for free from Carolina. And Lane um, Peterson. <laughs> right, yeah, doubled up. Uh, yeah, no, that was a very, very good move. Um, no, I, I think Ethan Bear's uh, been really good. Uh, I, I hope he recovers i don't know exactly do you know what the injury was no uh exactly? they said maybe wrist or hand because it might be the slash yeah, yeah. so not yeah. the end of the world probably like as, yeah. as long as he can recover from it it's not like a leg or or back or something like that um yeah. so hopefully he's able to be good to go for training camp absolutely and by the way uh, let's give a birthday shout out to ivan he says i've just been gifted a membership the funny part is this is actually my birthday well it's not that funny ivan it's i'd say it's more fitting it's more fitting than funny, but we're, yeah, welcome to membership and happy birthday. I'm sure, I, I'm guessing your age is somewhere in between Parker and me, which basically is, encompasses 80% of the population on earth. <laughs> it's probably, it is probably a lot of our analytics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's fair. Okay. And before we get to Latvia, yeah, Connor Garland doesn't get a medal, gets eight points in 10 games. That US team, I, I didn't really watch them that much, but yeah. uh yeah, so that's enough said. So let's go to let's go to the big the, the big fish. Not only uh, an all star, but the MVP Parker of the entire tournament. Yeah, I, so I said I think I said nine twenty three. It was a nine twenty one. Yeah, uh, my mistake. Two point two goals against average. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, what more can you ask for, right? A, a goaltender on a team that most people would expect to finish bottom four in the tournament, right? <laughs> uh, you know, potentially getting relegated. Um, first game of the tournament, they get shelled uh, in the first five minutes. I think they're they're down a couple to Canada early, so they put Seelovs in. They lose that game, but he played 55 minutes of it. Didn't get credit for the loss because they didn't score uh, yeah. well he enough while he was out there. And uh, he was just absolutely phenomenal, right? Basically carried this team. And you think about the talent he's playing against, right? Like he, and sure, like there's some teams that aren't phenomenal and there aren't NHL players, but that bronze medal game was against the United States, right? They had Connor Garland. They had NHL players. It was basically an NHL roster that he backstopped and absolutely carried that Lafayette team. To, and yeah, to just be named goaltender of the tournament, let alone tournament MVP as a whole yes. for the bronze medal team, right? It wasn't a gold medal winning player that got tournament MVP, which is probably pretty rare. Yep. Um, yeah, just absolutely 
very optimistic for you know for the, for the next and and by the way did you notice last year he played in the world championship too no i didn't know that actually well apparently he did and he played four <laughs> games and he went two and two and had a 952 so what? he's done this before like he's he has played keep in mind he, he's what 22 he just yeah. turned 22 two months ago uh he's a 2001 birthday if that makes you feel bad oh. um Oh, yeah, yeah it does. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> He's Sean's age. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it's absolutely absurd. Um, he's been just absolutely phenomenal over the past few years. Um, right. Getting, you know, 44 games in the AHL. I mean, he had a 908 in the NHL this year in five games. Um, right. The big question, I guess, that lots of people are asking is then what do you do this year? Right? Okay. Do so, you, yeah. So, I want, I want to hear your answer. But yeah. before we get to that, really quickly... Before this appearance, so we saw the cup of tea. He had the five games going three and two, as you mentioned. Then we saw that he had a really good uh, year in Abbotsford, even though Spencer Martin actually played a tiny bit more than him down the stretch and in the playoffs. So before this world championship, Parker, before this world championship, what did you think of him, if anything? I I was pretty high on him, to okay. be honest. I mean, yep. just be, just based on his age. Right, you have a guy who was, for the most part in this season, he was a 21 year old goalie, right? And we know goalies mm-hmm. usually don't make it till they're 24, 25 years old, right? So he had a lot of runway ahead of ahead of him, especially as a six six round pick, right? You're expecting yes. if he's going to ever get there, it's going to be late. Yes, um, for him to basically just go out and yeah, I mean, you just you just look at the you look at the stats historically, right? So in in twenty twenty two, so last year, right, 2021-2022, yeah. he played ten AHL games, just had an eight eighty eight, but played ten mm-hmm. games in the in the in the coast and put up a nine twenty, uh, six games internationally for Latvia and put up a nine sixty eight, four of which were at the World Championship, um, and then yeah, he comes out this year and he basically battles for the number one spot in the AHL. And holds his own, right? Nine oh nine. I don't know what league average AHL goalies are, but I know in the NHL this year it was what nine oh five. Yep. Um, yep. Or no, it was the league average was like nine hundred in the NHL. Um, it's normally about nine oh five. But he was, you know, nine oh nine is is very solid. Twenty six, twelve and five. That's a great record. Oh, that's great. Um, like that's that is AHL starting goalie caliber as a twenty one year old for this entire season for the most part. I mean, you got to think that the sky, like there, there's so much more room ahead of him. Right. Okay. So I, I, I'm with you. It was almost like I actually fell in love. Too strong of a word, but yeah, I was really intrigued by him. Almost like I was a year ago with Spencer Martin. Remember how Spencer Martin was so good and yeah. and he was really, and then he kind of struggled and that kind of paved the way to see laws. Blah blah blah. Now they're both kind of going to battle each other. So yes, I cut you off, but you're about to lay out. I'm guessing the scenarios for next season regards to him, Demko, and Martin. Yeah, so that's that's sort of been doing the rounds the last few days. Uh, that question of you basically have Thatcher Demko is your number one, right? Yep. Barring yep. injury, he should play 55 games, maybe 58, something like that. <laughs> um, and then you need a backup goalie. Yeah. Canucks don't have money. They can't go. They can't go the Braden Holpe route, the Arhalak route. They, they can't go get a veteran backup goalie because they just they can't afford it. So you've got Spencer Martin, who not this previous year, but the year before was was absolutely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But it was a one off, right? Like he, he yeah. clearly he clearly was doing something that was above and beyond what he was expected to because he was like 25, 26 years old. Um, but he, you know, he had been basically, you know, an AHL caliber goalie, right? Mm-hmm. So the, so he plays six, he had six NHL games, puts up a nine fifty, fantastic. Then this last year he appears in 29 Canucks games and put that, up an eight seventy one. That many? He played 20. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, Demko was Demko hurt. hurt. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And, and Seelov's got five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he just wasn't that good this year 3.99 goals against average still 11 15 and one for a backup not terrible win loss mm. but you know you need that save percentage to come way up um, yeah. and the goals against to go way down um so but then he went back to the ahl and was good right 916 in the ahl this year uh 929 in the playoffs very very good yes so yes. the question is do you 
want to play Spencer Martin in those 29 games again this year, mm-hmm. risking basically an 871 uh, or potentially a 920. Who knows? <laughs> or your other option is Archer Seelovs, who has basically appeared in as many NHL games for the Canucks as Spencer Martin had previously after right. his really good year. We put up a 950. I mean, you know, Seelovs put up a, a 908 in five games. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you do here? What do I do here? Well, prior to the World Championships, I was saying, okay, it's going to be Demko, and it's going to be Martin and Seelovs battling for a backup position. They might, as you said, they might not even have enough money to bring in a good veteran uh, competitor competition. So they're capped out. So maybe it's going to be Demko and Martin once again, and then give Seelovs a lion's share of, of the games in Abbotsford because there's no rush. Demko still under a great contract, three more years at 5 million. That's the way I was thinking prior to the world championships. And despite a, a, a Bit of a temptation to change my thinking and say, "Wow, Sea Loves is ready. Look, he just he just dominated world competition, adults, uh, you know, or whatever." I'm still in the same spot that I was two weeks ago. I, I think this is great for Sea Loves' confidence, but um, I'm I don't see a, a need to rush him at all. If if you said he's only 21 years old, I don't or 22 years old. There's for me, there's no rush. Yeah. Him and Martin yeah. are the same. They basically have the same contract. They one makes seven eighty, one makes seven sixty. So you're not going to sign a player if you, you play one of those guys. No, it's twenty thousand dollar difference. So I, I'm willing to see them duke it out. But um, did you hear Thomas Trance's theory about the fact that because Silovs is waiver, uh, he's he can't go on waivers. Like he, you can just bring him up and down. He said basically play him in a lot of home games. Play him in a lot of home games when you're when you have a back to back with Demko, and then and that way he can just basically be based in Abbotsford, doesn't have to clear waivers, play them once in a while, send them back down, no problem, and then don't worry about it when you're on the road. So that was kind of like Thomas Strance's theory. I'll come back to that. I sort yeah, okay, of, cool. I was sort of leading on as if I was, I was like, oh, well, I mean, he was really good. I was I was trying to lead on that I was wanting um, still see the backup. I, I think it would be a terrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, like, like genuinely, it's, he's 22, Yep. You have a guy, and look, I do I have confidence in Spencer Martin? Not particularly. <laughs> I, like, again, just going by, because he played 29 games this year, that's yep. 75% of his NHL career was this past season. And he put up an 871. His career yeah. save percentage is 885. That's not, that's not fantastic, right? No. Um, however, in the AHL, he's been really, really good. So... But again, are you thinking the Canucks are going to make the playoffs this year and be competitive? If that's Mm -hmm. the case, then you want the best goalie possible to play in those games. Okay. Um, Which is which might be Seelovs halfway through Mm -hmm. the season. We don't know. Right. It it very well could be. You could see in training camp. Ian Clark might say this guy is ready. Uh, We don't know. But I'm looking down the line. And if you want to develop this guy to be your number one in for three, four years when Demko's, you know, 31 years old. And, yeah. and then you could do a nice little 1A, 1B, give Demko some rest when you're starting to be a real playoff contender. Because if you have two goalies, you know, cost-controlled that you can basically say, okay, we're going to run one guy 50 games, one guy 32 games. We're going to comfortably make the playoffs. And now we have a rested 1A that's going to run us through the playoffs in Demko, right? Yes. Um, that's, that's the mindset that I'm thinking of. Um, so yeah. I, I think it just makes way more sense to put a guy like Seelovs in the HL. I mean, they play 72 games a year. He can play 50 of them, mm-hmm. right? And, and just get a nice workload under his belt. It's not like AHL, like those guys can shoot too, right? Yeah. Like they're yeah. not, you know, Martin <laughs> Furk played in the AHL for the most part and he's shooting 108 on the, on the gun, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's just the way to go. And then do you see a path then, Parker, where after this upcoming season then both uh both martin and Silov are will need new contracts you yeah. likely for instance sign Silovs, you let martin go and now demko's only got two years left on his contract after this season and now you have Silovs as your true backup and whether he takes the job from demko as you said when demko turns 30 at the end of his contract or they battle it out but is that kind of the path you see forward 
I think so. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. So Mar- Martin's contract expires at the end of this year. He's a, he's a UFA, right? Yep. So you're yep. at the point where I mean, it's not like he has a ton of. It's not like he has trade value. You're not you're not getting to the <laughs> deadline being like, oh, Seelow's put up a nine thirty in the AHL. Let's trade Spencer Martin because then you're tanking the Abbotsford Canucks, right? For yeah. A, yeah. a fifth round pick, right? That's yeah. probably not ideal. So yeah, I think I I think that's the that's the way to go. I mean, I, Martin might come back if if he is resigning himself to an AHL role, but I do somewhat doubt that. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, what's the harm in, in you know, Seal has played 44 games this year in the AHL. Uh, what's the harm in giving him another 50, yep. right? Get, yep. get him nicely seasoned. Um, and then, and then, he, then you have a 23 year old goalie fighting for a spot next year. Canucks might have a little more cap flexibility next year. Maybe they are going the veteran backup route. It's burned them a couple of times with Holtby and Halak, but different management group yeah so yeah. maybe they're th- maybe they're thinking you know we'll give we'll give Silovs a shot at it at that point and then yeah you're you're gonna have to fill that that ahl goalie role somewhere else but that's a pretty easy role to fill yeah. i think yeah great point about not spending too much money and messing up yeah hope we ended up having to buy him out and halak with, with all his bonuses we were paying him when for a year he wasn't even here so you mentioned you were going to get back to the thomas Drance theory about playing him at home and things like that I don't hate it. Yeah. Because you think about it, you're going to have what? 23 guys on your roster, right? And normally teams do 14, 7, and 3 or 2. So 14 mm-hmm. forwards, 7 defensemen, 2 goalies. Sometimes they'll do 13 forwards, 8 defensemen, 2 goalies. But if you're at home, right? Let's say you're on a five game homestand. Mm-hmm. The AHL normally plays on weekends for the most part. Like Friday, they'll play like Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, or something like that, right? Like sure. they try to keep. They try to have a couple of days for travel because they're not taking planes for the most part all the time, uh, at least like on the east. They're not. Um, so they might have like a four day break between games. Right. And they might be thinking, well, uh, Dem- you know, maybe we have a back to back at home, which is rare, um, but possible. You know, maybe we have a back to back at home. We want to put uh, Demko in one night. We want to put Seelovs in the second night. They're on a break. Yeah, we can call them up. There's no harm in having 13 forwards, seven defensemen on your roster, right? Send down mm-hmm. someone who's not waiver eligible, a, a defenseman or a forward, um, and and yeah, you can you can make it work that way. Um, so it's it's feasible and reasonable. I don't. I think it's it might be overthinking a little bit though. I don't know if there's. Right. You know, I, I think if Spencer Martin's your guy as your number two, and you think he's going to be better for you, then you probably should just play Spencer Martin. Um, because right. again, like this team's not trying to develop Archer Seelovs this year. They're t- they're trying to make the playoffs. That's their goal. Yeah, you're right. And if you're Martin and you're sitting here thinking that you're looking at this homestand of five games and there might be one or even two, maybe one at least one back to back. You're thinking, okay, I'm gonna get one if not two starts. Right. And then they call up the guy from Abbotsford to go ahead of you. You're like, what? What? What am I? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a great point too. So um, I, I guess the, the bottom line is the Canucks will have some flexibility because of Seelov's is, is young age, the fact that it's, uh, he is uh, waiver exempt. So yeah, it'll be fascinating. And and you're right, Parker, the, the, the deeper the Canucks go, the longer they go in the season where they think they have a chance to make the playoffs or in the playoff race, they're simply going to, I don't think they care who they play. They're just going to play who the best option is for sure, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So do you think they even bring in a Delia type? To, or they have no money, no point. They got their guys. They they don't have the money unless it's it's a contract that doesn't add anything, right? It has to yeah. be like a million dollars, right? Actually, the yeah. thing is, you know, Spencer Martin makes what do you say it was seven sixty two? Correct. Right? Anything See, above yeah. that will would count on the cap, right? You sign a guy for one million, even though that's a buryable contract, but you're you're only burying seven sixty two of, of Spencer Martin's money. Yeah. So yeah, you bring a guy who's uh, on a million dollar cap it there's three hundred thousand two hundred and fifty thousand dollars you have to account for not a lot but a lot for a team that is basically fighting for every dollar uh, trying to clear out yeah. cap space because they're already over the cap for next year right. um maybe not taking ltr into account but still it's yeah it's not looking great and uh, and we're not cap experts we we understand enough i, I think people got to remember you can be over the cap all the way until the start of the season but then you must you must get under it. Otherwise, mass. And it's funny. I, I, a guy on my stream looked it up. It could be anything from forfeiting games to million dollar fines to losing draft picks. So obviously no one screws up because the, the right. penalty is way too big. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's impossible. Uh, unless every team conspired against you. He yeah. said, nope, nobody trade with these guys. We're going to we're gonna take their draft picks. Um, but I, yeah. I don't think that'll happen because all the owners are, they're all buddies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you think if you had to bet right now on October 5th or whatever, whenever the season starts, you think it's Demko is number one and Spencer Martin backing up and Seelov's number one in Abbotsford? Do you think that's the way it's going to end up? I think so. I, yeah. I think it's I think it's just too simple. I, I don't think yeah. yeah, I don't think you need to overthink this. Because yeah. Spencer Martin's not playing until probably game eight of the year, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. game six, game seven. By the way, Demko's getting the share until there's a back to back. barring injury, of course. Yeah. Knocking on wood. because um, mm-hmm. that then mm-hmm. then everything's shaken up, right? Martin gets hurt, then you have Seals coming up, but Again, hopefully that's uh, that's not the case. All right. Well, we have uh, four more months to mull this over for sure. But yeah, bottom line, congratulations to Tyler Myers and Ethan Bear for winning gold medals with Canada. Congratulations to Archer Silas for winning the tournament MVP and a bronze medal with host Latvia. And good job to Connor Garland for getting eight points in 10 games, but no medal. And finishing fourth. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good job. Uh, do you want to get to Stanley Cup Finals? Let's do it. So we basically haven't talked since the start of these series because they did back to back nights the whole way. Um, Now we've been doing predictions as we as we do this this whole thing where basically we each predict the winner of the series and the number of games that it will take for that series to come to a close. Um, After the first two rounds, I had uh, I had twenty five points. Uh, which is fine. I did pretty good in the first round, way better than, than you did in the first round. Yeah. Um, everyone, everyone did. A little bit better in the second round. So I, I came out with 25 points. You had 17. And how do we do the points round. again if you get it right? Three if you get it right, the winner. An extra point yeah. if you get the games. Okay, okay. Uh, round two, though, I didn't do two. Or round three, uh, I picked Florida and six, which is worth three points because it was four. And yeah. Dallas in seven, which is zero. You had Florida in seven, which is three points. And you had Vegas in six, which is four points. So that takes you up to a what? total of 24. And I have 28. So I am four points ahead of you. Keep in mind, you can earn four points in a series. And there happens to be one series remaining. Parker, I wrote myself off on April 30th. You mean I have a chance to tie? You have, so a, I have chance. a chance to tie. You have a chance to tie. Um, but you have to, you have to nail it and you have to pick a different team than me, which I've already picked my team. I have it written down. Uh, and I have picked the games. Okay. So, okay. So I see what's ahead of me and I already know, I'm just shocked Parker that I have a shot, but then I already know, I already know that I'm overthinking, like I'm getting all sweaty already. Cause I already know I'm overthinking this because, uh, I, I think you're going to pick this team, but then maybe you think I'm going to pick the opposite team. So then you're going to pick that team to mess me up. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you one. Can, um, I, can I help you? I picked my team not thinking about this at all. Okay, that's fair. I picked, okay. I picked the team that I think will win. No, You're, a man, you're a man of integrity, as always. Okay, so I have one question for you before I give my prediction then. Do you want to do it as we've been doing? Um, as in, we, uh, I'll say mine. I trust that you say yours. And then if it's the same, too bad for me. If it's different, great. Or do you want to state your team and I just take the, the opposite team? I want to do the second one. I want, I want stakes. I want, I want it to be fun. Okay. So who were you going to pick? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you can tell me if I'm overthinking this. Even though I think Vegas is the better team, I think the oh no, although they destroyed Dallas, I can't believe I'm saying this. They did crush uh, Dallas. Yes. <laughs> and Florida had four one goal victories, but they still been off for five or six days. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, hey, uh, they who is who, Rod Brindamore said it doesn't even count as a sweep. He just proclaimed it's not it doesn't even count. The games that's are too right, close. Yeah, apparently they won all those games. <laughs> yeah. That was the most confusing thing I've ever heard. So that was hilarious. Uh, okay, so if we were playing fairly and normally I would have said Panthers in seven. Okay. So you get Vegas. Because you want, want Florida. I'm yeah. taking Florida. Okay. Um, 
it's my heart talking a lot more than my head. However, yeah. Florida has been fantastic. I mean, they beat Boston, yeah. they beat Toronto, and now they, they, they cruised through the Canes. Sure, the games were close, but four wins is four wins. Uh, yep. It is a sweep, Rod, I'm sorry yep. to tell you. Um, Vegas has been pretty good, though. I mean, you think of the teams they knocked off, right? Yep. They went through Winnipeg pretty easily. Uh, Edmonton seemed scary. Uh, I think, do we both pick Edmonton in round yep. two? We did. We both picked Edmonton in round two. Uh, yep. Vegas went right through them. And now Dallas, they crushed Dallas. Um, so I'm taking Florida in six games. The games doesn't really matter for me. The games Correct. matter for you. Uh, right. For you, you need to pick Vegas. Yeah, and I need you to nail the other games. You need to pick the correct number of games. And then if that happens, then we'll have some sort of tiebreaker. Then it's only a tie. Okay, so this is what, friends, I'm declaring to all of you Connects After Dark that yes, um, and this isn't me doing a verbal free roll or uh, an excuse. I too want to pick Florida, but I'm glad that Parker is giving me this opportunity. So I, I declare my gra gratitude to Parker. So yes, I wanted Florida in seven, but I will take, for the purposes of this pool, I will take Vegas in seven. Seven. Wow. So yeah. we're looking at that last game. Yep. So tiebreaker wise, how many goals will be scored in the series? If it comes to it, or do you want to do something different as a tiebreaker? We can we can wait till after it happens and then do some sort of other tiebreaker. Because this, this might we, actually kill the suspense if, if yeah. one Let, of us Let's is do this. Closer. If by fluke we end up tied, we will have the the viewers decide the tiebreaker for us. Sounds good. Okay. I, I agree. So I only have one opportunity. To t so this exact thing has to happen. Vegas has to win in seven. Yes. All right. I'll take it. I said Florida in six. I want to change that to Florida in five because that would be best case scenario for me because I will be in Vegas during game five. And I think it would be excellent if Florida won the Stanley Cup with me there. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Be you, fantastic. It's a Tuesday night. Too bad. We might have to do an emergency connects after dark. If you go to that game. Yeah, I could pull it off. <laughs> Okay, I'll keep I mean, I, I figured we'd do one the night before, but we can we can do it Tuesday yeah. also. <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you what, if you're well, we'll we'll talk. If you're going in the game, uh whatever. We'll see. We'll see. We'll figure we'll it see. out. Yeah, we'll we we always do. Um <laughs> So every fiber of my being, much like it looks like ninety percent. Um actually can you do a quick poll, Parker? Because I, yeah, I don't let's uh, fire yeah. let's fire a poll up. Yeah. I'll so as that. Parker's doing that, basically, who it looks like want? just eyeball. 90% of you want Florida do you want to win. To do, who do you want to win or who do you think will win? Who will win? Who will, will win. win? Then they can use who they think or who they want, but who will win? All right. Yeah. Poll is live. Who? Tell me, <laughs> it is most people are saying Florida, so I'm, yeah. I'm actually curious into uh, into yeah. what you guys are all thinking. Yeah, um, yeah. and tell us why too. Yeah, like, don't, yeah. like obviously you can't tell us why in the poll, but you can certainly put in the chat. Tell us why. Tell yeah. us why you think Florida. Vegas win. Vegas had the early lead, but now yeah, Florida is is pushing away with it. Uh, mm. Jazz Grant seems to have been right about seventy percent Florida um, as of right now. I I'm not that confident. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to handicap this, I would put it right at 50, 50. Um, but you but want Florida to win because you don't like Vegas or because you like Florida? Both. Okay. I would love to see Luongo win. I yep. think Kachuk has been so, so phenomenal and has made me a big fan mm -hmm. of his. Um, and I really don't like Vegas. I really don't. No. Um, you know, that was, that was a great, you know, looking back, was it 2018 when Washington won? Yeah, uh, that was a great that was a great time. I was, <laughs> I was in Vegas right before that too. <laughs> well, you go to Vegas a lot. <laughs> it was five years ago. It was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, that was good. I, I I went big. I bet thirty dollars on the Washington Capitals to win Game Seven against Tampa Bay, mm -hmm. and, and that hit, which was uh, nice. That's a, a big bet for me. Did it pay for your trip? Nope, because okay. I won. I won like thirty-five dollars profit. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, maybe you flew like, swoop or something. Like, it was like plus one twenty. I did fly Allegiant. Okay, did. which which the flight was yeah. cheap? 
Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, so in the poll here, seventy six percent Florida. Yeah, yeah. That, wow, that's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, I, the Luongo. I think the Luongo thing is is a factor. By the way, did you see Kachuk on the NBA on TNT panel? I did. He Man, came across Shaq so good. Know anything. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, the two takeaways: Shaq, Shaq thought that he he uh, he came up with the term home ice advantage, and that was that he came up with a revelation. And then I love how the other guys basically chided him. Um, but I thought Matthew Kachuk came across really well and really likable. Quite frankly, yeah. That quote of him being like, "Shaq, we made it in by one point. Yeah. <laughs> we do yeah. not have home ice advantage." <laughs> that was that was excellent. Um, yeah. No, yeah. Kachuk is like. We, we t- there's a lot of talk about the NHL marketing their stars and things like that because they don't. But the thing is, yep. you think of the average hockey player and it is the blandest dude of all time, right? Yep. Like there's not a lot of personality there. Um, you know, Who would Connor you say? McDavid yes, is, yes. Like Connor McDavid's just the most boring yeah. character. But Have he's you fantastic. Noticed, Have you, he's tried. I he's thought, breaking though, out a little. Yeah, a little bit. He tried to... Maybe someone talked to him, but I think this playoff, he really tried to at least be a bit more animated, I found. Yeah, and, and I mean, even yeah. you go back you go back to like Gretzky, right? Like, yeah. And Gretzky's yeah. sort of coming into his own a bit on, on TNT, but he's yeah. not like a very boisterous guy, right? right? And, that's to, and Crosby, before that, before him, yeah. right? Even Ovechkin, like Ovechkin's got a bit of spice to him because he's more fun to watch and he, he celebrates yeah. hard, but he, he does, like in media talk, he's, he doesn't speak great English, so no, you know, they, they and, haven't marketed those stars because yep. they really can't and who would you say are the three most talented players on the canucks uh elise patterson yeah quinn hughes yeah and what you want to go demko like, yeah so those are the three i was thinking of three great yeah. guys but none of them are gonna really like uh draw uh yeah uh, patterson's new... had some moments a couple yeah. of spicy moments um but yeah i, I think kachuk going on tnt and, and charles barkley has been a, a huge a huge push, and I think Barkley's going to make a big difference for the NHL. Um, mm. I mean, I think the NHL is on T- the finals are on TNT in the states. Uh, TNT yeah. has the finals, so I'd love to see if they get Barkley in there on that panel with, you know, the Gretzky and Biz and everybody panel. Uh, I think right. and like Lundquist, and that would be that would be a very good move. Uh, yep. He's a big hockey fan. Um, mm. I think that's. Uh, I, I think that's just. It's good for the game because uh, it's 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 a boring it's a it's a bunch of boring players, right? Fantastic I, sport, boring yes. personalities. Dogwood's point is really interesting. He says hockey players actually have a lot of personality. It's just not something you would want to see on TV because in my time, players could actually be real jerks. What do you think of that? He's not wrong. He's yeah. not wrong at all. Uh, you think of you? I mean, you think of the people who play hockey though, right? Growing yeah. up, it's it's the it's ninety five percent rich white dudes right that's not a very that's not a very great demographic for (laughs) for anything right like it's it makes a lot of sense uh it it makes a lot of sense why they'd be a little bit more uptight um you know there's this hockey culture that's iffy at best um yeah it it makes a lot of sense um so it's it, it doesn't surprise me at all yep that's fair that's fair well this is exciting so i I um, I have a chance to at least tie this thing up, but everything's got to go right. Everything, team, yep. games, yeah, 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 yeah. So I need to get my hands on a Panthers jersey. If any of you guys have a Panthers jersey, oh, yeah. I can borrow. Yep. <laughs> for my trip to Vegas that I can drop, wear on the plane. Drop it in the entire chat. weekend. It's a work trip. I will wear it everywhere. Yeah. I don't care. Um, and look how it's a Luongo one. Or yeah, and look how one. clean and reputable. Look, look how clean Parker is. So he'll take good care of it. Um, he won't spill anything on it. I will be sitting in the worst seats in T-Mobile Arena, <laughs> throwing back beers and covering your jersey. I am sorry in advance. Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> it is still a work trip. Yeah, yeah. But I awesome. will wear it on the plane. Fair enough, fair enough. So let us know. and uh, Let us know if you indeed have a Panthers jersey or two. <laughs> well, he only needs one to spare. I can wear my Canucks Luongo jersey, but I think that would be a little weird. Yes, you look a bit like a tryhard there if you did that. Unless yeah. I flipped it and I wore the Luongo on the front. Try it, sure. I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, okay, that's funny. That's funny stuff. 
Uh, yeah, so another big story that happened while we've been not on hiatus, we just had a one week break, but it was big. It was basically the firing or the not the firing. Well, it was, in essence, it was a firing, but basically Kyle Dubas not returning to the Toronto Maple Leafs. We don't have to rehash the entire story for everyone because everyone knows it. What were your thoughts, though, when you first heard it? Yeah, and all intents and purposes, a, a firing, right? Yeah. I mean, I, like, sure, his contract expired, but but they they had plans to re-sign him, and then after that press conference, Shanahan basically doubled back and said, "Eh, you don't seem fully committed because you thought about your family," yes. <laughs> which was very odd uh, to me. Um, Kyle Dubas, the you know, I, I I there was this Twitter thread that basically was a poll. Uh, like whether it was a good deal or not on every single trade Dubas made. And they were all about, eh, like they were fine for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. Contract wise, eh, there was some iffy ones, but not <laughs> the worst. Here's the thing. Yeah. He put out every single year, one of the best lineups in hockey. They couldn't get it done. Yep. It happens, right? One team is happy every year. Um, Kyle Dubas, in my mind, is a good GM, right? He's not, mm-hmm. Is he the best? No. But is he good? I think so. I mean, look at the competition he's up against. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. this guy and Jim Benning were in the same in the same in the same job, right? Um, <laughs> apparently, Dubas wanted more money. Fair. Um, and he wanted full freedom because reports came out after the fact that basically after like every single move had to be approved by the board mm. which basically meant he had to phone like the chairman of Rogers or something and say hey can i get a can i trade for luke shen like, like <laughs> so there that meme of of Kyle Dubas holding one phone in each hand and like talking yeah. like that's that might have been what he was doing like he might have been on the phone with like the other gm be like sorry i got a call the VP of Bell and, and make sure that we can make this trade. Sorry. Like he's, he was handcuffed <laughs> at times, um, which, you know, again, I, I think he did a good job. I think he's a good GM. Uh, yep. I think to ask for some freedom because it's, it's what you would get in other jobs, I think is fair. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I think moving on from Dubis, especially with some of the names that we've heard as options is, you know, yeah, like it, it can't be money related. They're 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 telecom companies that own yeah. the Maple Leafs. Like they yeah. they're doing fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it seems that it was maybe maybe power trips the wrong word, but Shanahan sort of said sort of put his foot down. Um, and I I I think it's a mistake. I, I think they yeah. I think he was he was very good for them. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't go straight to the coaching route and say, you know what, we'll give you one more coach. Uh, you can get rid of Keefe and, and we can find someone new. Um, yeah, I think it's a little short-sighted. And, and sure, they didn't do anything, right? They didn't win. They won one playoff series. The, everyone went crazy and they barely won one game. But, like, still, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I you look at that roster. The roster was good. The players didn't perform. Yeah, the Dubas thing, so interesting, Parker, because... Um, I, I don't love him. I don't. I certainly don't hate him. I, I think he's bright. I think he was sharp. And I was certainly envious, quite frankly, when they had him and we had Benning before yeah. a couple years ago. Shanahan, I, I liked as a player. I thought he did great for Team Canada. You know, he's a, a good leader, obviously, on the Red Wings. But, you know, it was weird. When at first, I'm not sure if you watched uh, Shanahan's presser. When I watched it, the when I started off, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. He's... This is, he's speaking in a way that Jim Benning, uh, with a clarity that Jim Benning and I would say even Patrick Alvin don't, uh, maybe a bit of a, the language barrier or whatever. But then, but then I thought, ooh, this is all, almost coming across as a bit dirty now. The way he's kind of uh, in his is in his in his bid to be transparent, he's almost saying too much. So I. Uh, I wasn't sure how how to feel when I was left after I watched that, but I, I did know that it was a lot messier than someone way back uh, on the West Coast would have imagined, kind of thing. It was it was it was very fascinating to me that way. Yeah, like, I don't so think honest. it was. Yeah. I don't think it was very well done. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I yeah. The whole the whole like yeah, we were we wanted to keep him, and then he had second thoughts and like wanted to consider his family life and like. Yeah. 
I think that was a little bit weird. Um, I mean, they they had just been knocked out like a few days before, right? Like, yeah, the guy yep. wants to the guy wants to sit and think for a couple of days. Like, oh, he's not one hundred percent committed. Yeah, I mean, his contract yeah. was expiring, right? And he, and he <laughs> wanted more to, to stay. Um, yep. So now there's news that I mean, Dubas is um, you know in with Pittsburgh potentially, hmm. um, mm-hmm. which is interesting. That's not going to be an easy ship to turn around. Um, yeah. You know, sort of the the tail end of Crosby and Malkin and. Um, you know, yeah. Latang. That's that's sort of a Latang's still there, right? I'm not going crazy. Yeah, yep. okay, He's still there. <laughs> the big three are uh, still yeah. there: Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. They're all there. Yeah, yeah like the, you know, they're sort of on on the end of that that trio. You know, yeah. do they want to just get a guy like Dubas and say, "Okay, uh, these guys are on their last two years, basically playing. Let's make a push." Right? Is that what they're thinking? Because you know, that Mikhail Granlin contract is going to hinder them a bit. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see if he does go there because it, it seems like that's the route this might be heading. And then refresh me, Parker, because I, I know we when Toronto was still playing, they were still one of the, the eight series left or the four series left, I should say. Yep. But um, I, I, couldn't, I can't remember if you particularly liked them, disliked them, cheered for them, cheered against them, indifferent. Yeah, I don't like Toronto. The city. But I, I liked that team. Well, right. So, uh, it was weird. I, I don't buy into the oh they're a Canadian team. That's my dad does that because he doesn't follow hockey too much. He's like oh Canadian teams. We got to cheer for yeah. Edmonton and Toronto. I, I don't care about the Florida series. And I'm like yeah. like dad Florida Carolina. We're going to triple OT. We got to watch this. Yeah. Uh, and he's like ah this is a Canadian. <laughs> and it's like I don't I don't like Canadian teams. I, they're they're our rivals for the most part, right? Like I don't like Edmonton, uh, Toronto. I, I grew up. I was raised to hate Toronto. For the mm. most part, um, yeah. our neighbors were big Toronto fans. And the day that Matt Sundin signed with the Vancouver Canucks, my stepdad went out and bought a Matt Sundin Canucks jersey and mowed their lawn <laughs> because we didn't like Toronto. So that's good. I don't I don't like the Maple Leafs. I, I root for them to lose. I think it's funny. However, I liked yeah. the players on that team. I like Austin Matthews. I like Mitch Marner. I, I like yeah. all the teams. Luke Shen, of course. Uh, Nylander, yeah. I think is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It, they, they're they a really good team. Nylander was fantastic. Um, yeah. And I like Dubas quite a bit, too. Um, but Toronto, I don't like. So hmm. seeing Florida win, totally fine by me. Um, however, I... I I want to see the best players in the world doing good things. And I think Toronto has some of those best players. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there were times Parker, when we know Austin Matthews went first overall in 2015 and Brock Besser was 23rd, I think overall. And there, I I don't remember the first time that they played each other. Uh, Besser, I I wouldn't say he outplayed Matthews, but he certainly played just as well. Remember Besser started off his his career and, and, this is how silly I was, or maybe too optimistic. In my head, I was like, "Oh, that's okay." Bar- Brock Besser is kind of like our lottery pick. I, I know, I know, I wasn't the only one thinking that when when the, his first season was when he was up for Rookie of the Year and everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of different now. Just and at just the time, saying. that was a totally fair thought. Yeah, right? yeah. Brock Besser's rookie year continues to be his best season, yeah. right? And that yeah. was seven yeah. years ago now. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but you know, he was at that level um, mm-hmm. for for that amount of time. Yep, absolutely. Hey, for the people out there, let's do two minutes of Heat Celtics. Did you watch it? Nope. I told you. I do you care? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, it was interesting that they. It was almost the first reverse sweep in history. Yes. However, I didn't really think about it until today. I was like, I don't like Boston. I hope they lose. And they did. So I'm happy. They did. And the, the difference between the other times that other, other teams were down 3-0 is they had a chance to f- complete the reverse sweep at home and they laid an egg. Tatum, you might have heard Tatum got hurt, rolled his ankle, and therefore was ineffective on defense, ineffective on offense. And yeah, Miami was the hungrier team tonight. Yeah, and I mean, you, I, I saw the way they got in in game six, right? That, yeah, that little yeah. putback. Oh, yeah. Point one seconds to go, right? Like, absolutely yeah. outstanding stuff. Um, yeah. Honestly, I'm just disappointed the game wasn't... Excuse me, I'm disappointed the game wasn't close. Yeah. Right? Because that's that's a disservice to everybody, right? You want... It's sure. game seven. You want it to go down to the wire. You want to go down to the last shot. You want it to be like when Kawhi had that shot from yeah. the corner and it bounced off the rim three times, right? Because mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the drama. That's the fun part. 
So, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate it went that way, especially because the rest of the games were, you know, fairly interesting. Um, yep. But uh, so it's going to be Heat Nuggets in the final. Yes, Heat Nuggets. But, yeah, I, I know, not the sexiest <laughs> matchup, but you also have two teams a half an hour apart from each other in Florida, both in their respective finals. That's that's pretty cool. The Nuggets have Jokic, right? Jokic? Yeah, they do. Yeah, Jokic. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's good. That's great. He's great. Yeah. Um, Jamal Murray, Canadian. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. good as well. Um, yeah. But no, I don't really, I don't follow close enough. Um, sure. But I would root for... I think Miami, Florida, both winning would be pretty fun. Yep, exactly. And if I was living down there, I know I'd I'd be going broke in the month of June for sure. Yeah, just getting to FLA Live Arena for the Panthers game. Get to getting it to Sunrise, Florida. Oh man, how how far out is that from everything? It's like twenty five minutes from Miami. I think it's not that bad. It's a it's an expensive Uber probably. Sure. I, I highly doubt their transit system is very good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. When I think of Florida, I think of Disney World and, and cruises, not uh, not the Miami Heat and Florida Panthers, to be honest with you. Yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning? Yeah, them too. Yeah. And I have been yeah. to Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Anyways. I've never we're, we're... been to Florida. Really? Um, nope. Not yet. Well-traveled man like you? I've never left the continent. That's not very well traveled. <laughs> we'll have to change that. Uh, Canucks after dark. Every, every viewers out there, keep buying memberships. Keep donating so we can get Parker so overseas. I, so I can go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go to a regular season Tampa Bay Lightning game. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. No. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd get killed if I went to Florida and, and didn't take a certain someone to Disney World. Um, that, that's fair. I, that's besides the fact. That's fair. Well, you want to do? Uh, we haven't done viewer questions for about too much. We've you want to do it for five minutes. minutes? Let's do it. Yes, let's go. Let's get some viewer questions. It can be about the Canucks. It can be about Archer Seelovs. It could be about you know the goaltending controversy. Controversy. Um, mm-hmm. It could be about uh, basketball. Hopefully yep. not. It could yep. be about uh, the Double IHF. Yeah. It could be about Stanley Cup final. Yeah. It could be about anything, really. Anything. Uh Fangirl asks, does Parker think Myers could be traded this off season for cap relief? I like that you're not involved in this question. I think that's very fun. Uh <laughs> I, I I'd like to say because she comes to my streams, but it ha- might not have anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I assumed, but this is more fun. Maybe, maybe not. That's fine. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what you think, apparently. Uh no. Uh could he be traded this offseason for cap relief? <laughs> not fully. But partially, I saw a proposal. I think it was Mike Gold, who I think is a Flames guy mm. on Twitter, and he proposed. I think it was. I don't know what team it was. Who has the thirteenth overall pick? Uh, I, I know you don't have an answer to that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the Tankathon page, uh, but it's not coming up. There it is. Let's go with uh, that. Would be the Washington. Buffalo Sabers. Oh, okay. Washington's eighth. Um, the proposal was the Canucks trade Tyler Myers 25% retained. So the Canucks retained one and a half million, four and a half million goes to Buffalo. Yeah. And the 11th overall pick for essentially the 13th overall pick. So two spots for four and a half million dollars of Tyler Myers. Um, I think that's stupid. (laughs) I think I just, I think. You're on the last year of Tyler Myers. Um, does that too? If if you if you think your guy is there at 13, sure, yeah, sure. Um, but I mean, is Tyler Myers going to be worth four and a half million dollars this year? No. Yeah. But you have to replace him because he will be playing 22 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. So you have to take that four and a half million dollars you are saving, and theoretically use. Three million of it on a Tyler Myers replacement, and then you get a million and a half dollars for moving back two spots for one year. Right, right. The Canucks aren't winning the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah, you know they're they're probably not making the playoffs either. They're probably fifty fifty, maybe a little mm-hmm. worse. They were forty nine percent last year, according mm-hmm. to Athletic. Um, where we had that whole debate about it, and we we're like, oh, they're going to be better than that. That we were wrong. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, does that Tyler Myers contract matter that much? Probably not. It expires this year. Yeah. But you touch on something that I think is is uh, going to be a factor more than just Tyler Myers. It, it's a factor when you're talking about moving the uh, the pick to Chicago and taking their 19th or whatever. It, uh, it, it really depends on what the Canucks scouts, who they have scouted, and who they think falls into what tier. Because it's easy for you, me, and anyone else can say, oh, you know, that two spots is not a big difference or it's a massive difference because it's just outside the top 10. But if they, they might have this tier of players, we don't know. That they say anywhere between 11 and 20, we'd be happy with these five guys. Mm. So I think that's the fascinating thing that we'll never know until after the draft. But that's why I think um, we can't write off trading up or definitely trading down for sure, more likely than trading up. Yeah. That's kind of makes the NFL draft so exciting. Is yeah. That all these teams have an idea of who the other guys are going to pick. And they're like, okay, we got to leapfrog this team, right? Yeah. Like if, if Buffalo, because it's, it's Vancouver, Arizona, Buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. If Buffalo's like, we know Arizona wants the guy we do. Yep. So we got to trade with Vancouver to move up those two spots so that we can leapfrog them and get our guy. Right. It right? doesn't really happen in the NHL, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I, I think it, it makes the NFL draft very interesting. There's so many trades. I, I can't name a year the Seahawks haven't traded back, for example, because yep. um, yep. they're comfortable with the players that are around. I, I think that would be interesting. And if the Canucks had their guy, the thing is, again, the sort of hockey culture of everyone's afraid to stand out, right? Mm-hmm. You're afraid to, if you may, if you trade back two picks and the guy that gets picked by that 11th pick turns out to be, you know, a 40 goal scorer. Yeah. Well, now you look really dumb and no yeah. one wants to look really dumb. That's sort no. of, you know, the way it is. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, but I think it's possible. I just think there's probably better candidates because the Canucks defense is already so barren. Yes, yes, yes. A couple of people asking about Kachuk and Jason Tatum. Did you see that video of them in high school together? I did not. Oh, so it's kind of funny. I, it looks, uh, they said it, like, it was kind of grainy because this was, I guess, 15 years ago or whatever. But it was uh, Tatum and like three other years guys. years ago, Matthew Kachuk in high school? Well, I don't know. What, 10 years ago? Five years probably ago? 10. 10 years. Like, okay, let's go. I think he's, he's probably my age. So like okay. probably 10 eight, years ago. 8 to 10 years ago. 8 to 10. Tatum and uh, and then three Caucasian kids all t- goofing around dancing and then Tatum's basically uh, introducing the three other guys and one of them is Matthew Kachuk and it's just kind of cool that they two brilliant um, you know all star caliber players uh, from the same not just the same town same city same high school same grade it's nuts yeah it is weird it's a very yeah. weird thing to happen it's pretty cool um let's see here. Uh, Professor Dogwood says Bruce Bump for Calgary. I mean, Calgary doesn't have a coach. They got rid of Sutter. They don't have a GM either, right? They got rid of mm. Tree Living. Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff that has to happen there. And Tree uh, Living is actually in the running for Toronto. The Toronto job. Yeah. 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 I mean, they like Jim has all the Boston pizzas. Like they're doing fine. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to run a team. You think Bruce is, has got one more run in him? I'm not so sure. I bet he does. You think so? I think so. I mean, you saw him at the wrestling uh, event, yeah, like a week ago, or whatever. Front row, good for him. Front row, um, raw. <laughs> I, I bet, I bet, I think he loves it too much. Yeah, like he just always seemed uh, like he just seemed happy all the time. Sure. Like sure. he, like he wanted to be there. Uh, so I think that could, you know, could be the case that he he gives another spin. Yeah, yeah. People are saying that Calgary hired a GM already. I don't know who that is. What? Well, you look that up. I'll put up Edmund's Craig uh, Conroy. question. Conroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, Sorry. of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, my bad. That's fair. Edmund what says, a weird pick. "Who do? You, yeah, nice guy though. Who do you want to replace John Garrett in commentary if it were up to us? I mean, what are the options, right? Who's doing it on the radio? Was Randeep doing it? It was Randeep. I think uh, Hirsch is done. Wants Hirsch to do other stuff. Yeah, uh, Joy. You know." Joey Kenward, I, I know he, not everyone likes him, but he's kind of been a loyal company man for years, and he's still involved really with the been, team. Yeah. 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 I'm not big on Joey Kenward. Yeah. Um, but I understand it. I think as a color guy, he might be fine. Um, right. I right. just don't know. I, I think it's going to be such a big role to fill, right? Yeah. Like, you know, John and John were perfect together. Um, yeah. That's going to be a tough 
it's going to be a tough spot to really come into as anybody. Um, I mean, the Canucks have had fantastic commentators forever, as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. and before that too. Um, so they'll probably do okay, but I mean, you look around the league and there's a lot of bad commentators out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. They just are like, I mean, you look at Boston, for example. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Harner Ryan in Edmonton. Um, mm. uh, I'm not, there's a lot of, you know, I, I just, there's a lot of bad, I, I think we have it so good that I look at all other commentary like, ah, this is, this isn't great. True. Um, you know, I used to like Cuthbert a lot. He's kind of soured on me a bit too. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of room for better commentary in yeah. hockey. I do. I do like, uh, I do like Cuthbert. Uh, I, I, when I think of Cuthbert though, I think of a lot of CFL stuff too. So, but yeah. You, you, so you don't like him anymore or you never liked him or I'm okay with him. I, yeah. I like, I, I mean, I like Gord Miller a lot. Um, yeah. You put Gordon Ray together and it's a, it's a pretty yeah. good combo. She raised uh, really good. Raised yeah. really good. Raised raised great as a as sort of an analyst um, role. Yeah, yeah. You should do it. Yeah, yeah. Put I'll your. Just, I'll just do it. Put your name in. Sure, I don't. I'll recommend you. I'll recommend you. Even I'm not sure if they listen to me anymore, but I'll recommend you. Yeah. <laughs> who who do you, who do you have to talk to in that case? You want to talk to Sportsnet? Uh, you got a contact pr- there. Probably a combination of Sportsnet and Craig McEwen at the Canucks. Do you think yeah. the Canucks have a have a big input on that? I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know how right. big, but I just I just have a sense, and uh, I've kind of hinted at this uh, here and on my own shows. I I think they have they have their hands in a lot of things. I'll just say that. I think that's fair, <laughs> based on every rumor we've ever heard. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. Okay. On that note, <laughs> uh, any other questions you want to take here? Uh, actually, there's some good ones. I just cognizant at the time. Let's take a couple. I'm okay. Um, All right. If you if you're okay for a couple more, I'm good. I am good. No. Uh, you're normally sp- going until what midnight? When do you normally do? Eleven fifteen. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah, but not not tonight. This is this is my one and only tonight. Spartan asked two questions. Um, th- and this one, you mentioned Garland got eight points in ten games this tournament. Does that change the potential return? I don't think so. I think. Uh, I, I unless he won tournament MVP and won twenty, you know, got twenty five points. Eight and ten is fine for a tournament like this, but I don't think it changes um, anyone's view of him. That's my opinion, at least. Connor Garland's good. Yeah, I stand by it. Yeah, I, I stand by that video because it did okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh, but they're not going to get more from just because of his. Uh, w- no. that's, uh, that's what he's saying. No, I yeah. don't think that's going to yeah. impact trade value. I, does it? Do I think they can actually keep him? I do, uh, and, and right. I think my video was very self-explanatory on that. Um, I, I think yeah. this should be all the more reason for the Canucks to say, you know, okay, maybe we shouldn't be trying to shed this guy and, and give up stuff to get rid of him. Right. Uh, I think that would be very, very, very short-sighted. Yeah. OBL tubes mentions uh, Sat- Satyar Shaw as color. Yeah, I mean that could work. Yeah, I, 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 I like that a lot. Has he done any? No, color? and I and I because normally people go radio first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I like that a lot. For... Yeah. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other ones? Uh, <laughs> we got some good love for you in the chat. That's nice. Nice. Taylor yeah. wants me to do it. Jaskaran thinks that teams need to look at my video and change their opinions on Garland. I just need the Canucks to change their opinion. I just need them to not trade him for nothing. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah. And Cody, we'll end off with this just because I think you just got in here. We spent actually a good 20 minutes on this, but it's important to reiterate because it's basically uh, the make or break deal of Parker, my bet. Parker took Florida in five, correct? I took Florida in five, and that's entirely because I will be in Vegas for game five. Yes. And I have Vegas in seven, and that's entirely because I wasn't allowed to pick Florida if I have any chance of tying Parker in this pool. (laughs) Perfect. There we go. All right, folks. I, uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, this little late night Monday chat. If you did, make sure you subscribe, leave a like. If you missed any part, you can rewind back to the beginning. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Overcast, I think is one of them. There's a bunch of them. Uh, just type in Canucks After Dark into your browser or into your phone. It will come up. Um, Clay, any parting words this fine Monday evening? 
No, I'm looking forward to looking forward to a bit of normalcy. No more traveling. My next course for my master starts up tomorrow. I enjoyed a, a nice little reprieve. But uh, overall, looking forward to some good weather. June's my favorite month of the year, um, and I'm looking forward to a really good Stanley Cup final. A really intriguing one with two two teams that not necessarily my favorite, but I think they're gonna combine for a pretty intriguing matchup. Quite frankly. Yeah, um, next week is, is up in the air, I think. Uh, it's softball playoffs for us, so I don't know what our games are yet. All right, um, all right. Hopefully we're at a regular time. Uh, and then, yeah, hopefully you don't hear from us on June the 5th, and you hear from us on June the 6th, uh, live from outside T-Mobile Arena, ideally. That would be cool. Um, no, isn't that June 13th? Sorry, June 13th, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, I got mixed up. Um, we'll make it work. I was looking at the... Next week is June 5th, the week after. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully we can do something there. Uh, go Panthers. I hope the Golden Knights get crushed in not four games because that would make me sad. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Thank Sounds you all great. for joining us. Have a lovely rest of your week, and we will talk to you next time.